Hi, welcome to A Girl in the Word podcast. I'm your host, Kaylee. I'm a blogger, a growth marketing manager, and now I'm a podcast producer. I'm a lover of all things coffee, houseplants, and of course, Jesus. And I figured we'd do something a little different in this episode. Um, I know we are leading up into Easter, and so I just released an episode on Wednesday that talked about Jesus and who he is and what his ministry was all about and why we as Christians celebrate um, his death and his resurrection, uh, which is leading into, obviously, Easter Sunday, his resurrection. Um, But I thought, Maybe we should read through the Easter story. Um, I know for some, they like to listen to um, the Bible or they like to listen to stories uh, via audio. So I thought, um, why not? Let's just read the scripture together. Um, And so I'm really going to start. This is going to be released on Good Friday. I'm recording this a day before. Uh, So if you know before Good Friday, you kind of have like the real passion kind of begins. You have the Lord's Supper and that kind of kicks off Good Friday. And then you have Jesus heading into um, the Garden of Gethsemane. And so that's where we're going to start today. We're going to start in Gethsemane. I think that's how you say it. I hope. I pray. (laughs) Um, And then I'm just going to read through uh, everything that happens on Good Friday, which essentially ends with his body being buried in the tomb and it being sealed. And then obviously you have um, his resurrection coming on Easter Um, but again, a little different because I'm going to be reading to you from just straight from the scripture. But if you want to listen along and, you know, take your own notes or do whatever it is that you do while you're doing a Bible study, um, feel free. I am just kind of providing the voice behind the story for you. Uh, so this would be a very quick episode. Uh, I just thought, why not record it, um, for people who, yeah, want to listen to the audio of, the Good Friday, and then the Easter story. So I'm going to start in, I'm actually going to read from Matthew 26, starting in verse 36. And then we're going to go all the way to um, his death. And it will stop in in chapter 27, verse 66. So I'm going to read quite a bit. If I stop and take a drink of my my coffee, apologies. Um, but but yeah, let's let's go. Let's dive in. So we're at the Garden of Gethsemane and it says, Then Jesus went with his, his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. Um, he took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. And then he said to them, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, my father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. And then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Could you men not keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. He went away for a second time and prayed, My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. 
When he came back, he he again found them sleeping because their eyes were so heavy. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. And then he returned to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour is near, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived. With him was a large crowd armed with swords and clubs sent from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had arranged a signal with them. The one that I kiss is the man. Arrest him. Going at once to Jesus, Judas said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. Jesus replied, Friend, do what you came for. And then the men stepped forward, seized Jesus, and arrested him. With that, one of Jesus' companions reached for his sword, drew it out, and struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Put your sword back in its place, Jesus said to him, for all who draw the sword will die by the sword. Do you think I cannot call on my father and he will at once put all my disposal, put at my disposal more than 12 legions of angels? But how then would the scriptures be fulfilled that it must say that it happens this way or that it says that it must happen this way? At, this, at that time, Jesus said to the crowd, Am I leading a rebellion that you have come out with the swords and the clubs to crap, capture me? Every day I sit in the temple courts teaching, and you did not arrest me. But this has all taken place, that the writings of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples deserted him and fled. Those who had arrested Jesus took him to the Caphas, the high priest, where the teachers of the law and the elders had assembled. But Peter followed him at a distance, right up to the courtyard of the high priest, and he entered and sat down with the guards to see the outcome. The chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin, sorry, mispronouncing it, Sanhedrin, um, were looking for false evidence against Jesus so that they could put him to death, but they did not find any, Through many, though many false witnesses came forward. Finally, two came forward and declared this fellow... And declared, this fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and rebuild it in three days. And then the high priest stood up and said to Jesus, are you not going to answer? What is this testimony that these men are bringing against you? But Jesus remained silent. The high priest said to him, I charge you under oath by the living God. Tell us if you are Christ, the son of God. Yes, it is as you say, Jesus replied. But I say to all of you. In the future, you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One and coming on the clouds of heaven. And then the high priest tore his clothes and said, He has spoken blasphemy. Why do we need any more witnesses? Look now, you have heard the blasphemy. What do you think? He is worthy of death, they answered. Then they spit in his face and struck him with their fist. Others slapped him and said, Prophesy to us, Christ, who hit you? Now Peter was sitting out in the courtyard, and a servant girl came to him. You were also with Jesus in Galilee, she said, but he denied it before them all. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. And then he went out to the gateway where another girl saw and said to the people there, This fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. He denied it again with an oath. I don't know the man. After a, a little while, those standing there went up to Peter and said, Surely you are one of them, for your accent gives you away. And then he began to call down curses on him. 
himself and swore to them, I don't know the man. Immediately a rooster crowed, and then Peter remembered the words Jesus had spoken. Before the rooster crows, you will disown me uh, three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. Early in the morning, all the chief priests and the elders of the people came to the decision to put Jesus to death. They bound him, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate, the governor. When Jesus, who had betrayed him, saw that saw when Judas, who had betrayed him, saw that Jesus was condemned, he was seized with the remorse and returned the thirty silver coins to the chief priests and elders. I've sinned, he said, for I've betrayed innocent blood. What is that to us? They replied. That's your responsibility. So Judas threw the money into the temple and left. And then he went away and hanged himself. The chief priest picked up the coins and said, It is against the law to put this into the treasury since it is blood money. So they decided to use the money to buy the potter's field as a burial place for foreigners. That is why um, has been ca- that, that is why it has been called field of blood to this day. Then what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet and was fulfilled. They took the 30 silver coins, the price set on him by the people of Israel, and they used them to buy the potter's field as the Lord has commanded me. Meanwhile, Jesus stood before the governor and the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Yes, it is as you say, Jesus replied. When he was accused by the chief priests and the elders, he gave no answer. Then Pilate asked him, "Um, Don't you hear the testimony they are bringing against you? But Jesus made no reply, not even to a single charge, to the great amazement of the governor. Now it was the governor's custom at the feast to release a prisoner chosen by the crowd. At the time, they had a notorious prisoner called Barbaeus. Barabbas. I can't... Barabbas? Barbaeus. I always thought it was Barbaeus. Anyways, so when the crowd had gathered, Pilate asked him, them, which one do you want me to release to you? Barabbas? I think it's Barabbas. I'm sorry, you guys. Um, Or Jesus, who is called Christ. For he knew it was out of envy that they had handed Jesus over to him. While Pilate was sitting on the judge's seat, his wife sent him this message. Don't have anything to do with that innocent man, for I have suffered a great deal today in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask Barabbas and to have Jesus executed. Which of you two um, do you want me to release to you? Asked the governor. Barabbas, they asked. What shall I do then with Jesus, who is called Christ? Pilate asked. They all answered, Crucify him. Why, what crime has he committed? asked Pilate. But they shouted all the louder, Crucify him. And when Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere, but that instead an uproar was starting, he took water, washed his hands in front of the crowd. I am innocent of this man's blood, he said. It is your responsibility. All the people answered, Let his blood be on us and on our children. And then he released Barabbas to them, but he had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. Then the governor's soldiers took Jesus into the praetorium and gathered the whole company of soldiers around them. him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him and then twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on his head. 
they put a staff in his his right hand and knelt in front of him and mocked him. Hail, King of the Jews, they said. They spat on him and took the staff and struck him on the head again and again. And after they mocked him, they took off the robe, put his own clothes on him, and then they led him away to crucify him. As they were going out, they met a man from Cyrene named Simon, and they forced him to carry the cross. They came to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. They, there they offered Jesus wine to drink mixed with gall, but after tasting it, he refused to drink it. And when they had crucified him, they divided up his clothes by casting lots. And sitting down, they kept watch over him. Above his head, they placed the written charge against him. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Two robbers were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. And those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, You who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. Come down from the cross. If you are the Son of God, in the same way the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders mocked him, he saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. He's the King of Israel. Let him come down from the cross, and we will believe him. He trusts in God. Let God rescue him if he wants him, for he said, I am the Son of God. In the same way, the robbers who were crucified with him also heaped insults on him. From the sixth hour until the ninth hour, darkness came over all the land. About the ninth hour, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Sorry, I think that's Greek and I am not good at Greek or Hebrew. Uh, uh, When some of those standing there heard this, they said, he's calling Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran and got a sponge. He filled it with wine vinegar, put it on a stick, and offered it to Jesus to drink. And the rest said, Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rocks split. The tombs broke open, and the bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs, and after Jesus' resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many people. When the centurion and those um, who were with him were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, Surely he was the Son of God. Many women were there watching from a distance, and they had followed Jesus from Galilee to care for his needs. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James and jo- uh, Joseph, is that what that says? And the mother of Zebedee's, Zebedee's sons. As evening approached, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who had himself become a disciple of Jesus. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body, and Pilate ordered that it be given to him. Joseph took the body wrapped it in clean linen cloth and placed it in his own new tomb that he had cut out of the rock. He rolled a big stone in front of the entrance of the tomb and he went away. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting there opposite the tomb. The next day, the one after the preparation day, the chief priests and the Pharisees went to Pilate. Sir, we remember that while he was still alive, they that deceiver said, 
After three days, I will rise again. So give the order for the tomb to be made secure until the third day. Otherwise, his disciples may come and steal the body and tell people that he has been raised from the dead. This last deception will be worse than the first. Take guard, Pilate said. Go make the tomb as secure as you know how. So they went and they made the tomb secure by putting a seal on the stone and posting the guard. Okay, so up next is um, Easter Sunday. So we've went through um, most of the night before, which is kind of like when Passion begins and you have the Lord's Supper. We didn't go through that, but we talked about it. You have the Garden of Gethsemane. And then we went through all of Good Friday. So all of the events that happened on Good Friday. Good Friday is now complete in terms of the story. And so the next recording that I will do is um, the the resurrection story, which will be really quick just because um, it's not, it's just one chapter left. (laughs) So Um, It's not that much, but for those who like to listen to scripture and like to listen to stories, um, sorry, I couldn't pronounce a lot of words. Um, I, yeah, I suck at like Greek and Hebrew and all of that. So apologies there, but um, I hope you enjoyed listening to this story about Good Friday, um, the story of just Jesus and all of his goodness and mercy and grace. And uh, yeah, I pray that you got something from it. Um, Pray that you maybe re-listen to it and just study it alongside your Bible. Um, And then the next one will be Easter. So I will see you guys in the next one. God bless you.